Andy, I'm having turlet troubles. <laughs> what else? What else is new? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> oh boy! Supposed to record this bad boy a couple hours ago. We we're more gonna than a, more than a couple. We we're gonna bang it out. We were more gonna, than a couple. About yeah. almost six thirty right now. Wow. I think Weird. the plan was two thirty. Yeah. What, 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 but but uh, frankly, that time just didn't wouldn't have worked anyway. No, nope. because uh, it, it was too constrained. We only would have had an hour and a half uh -huh. to record, and all our thoughts just can't be contained. Uh, but uh, it, it was mostly because the uh, the raw sewage pumping mm -hmm. out into the to, to my yard uh, from the side of my house just kind of coming up from like a hole, not a yeah. pipe necessarily. Just like a hole in the ground. Um, How many stars would you give it? <laughs> I know you took a bite. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, where, where's the where's the cheap shot at? It's better than blank. <laughs> teriyaki house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. It's, it's better than teriyaki house. Um, no, no, just just a hole in the ground. Just pumping out the the bad stuff as they say um which really makes me wonder uh you know i've been asked a couple times but uh i i i can't even be sure now that i know the difference between uh you know my my butt and a, and a hole or a hole in the ground because <laughs> they seem to pretty much serve the same function as far as i'm concerned now that i've observed this this hole <laughs> Okay, just pumping it out. <laughs> this is gross. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I expected from from that story for it to not be gross. Yeah, well, I mean, you did ask me if I had anything to open the I episode did. on, and uh, I said yes. And I do have written in my notes here as the first thing: turlet troubles. <laughs> so. Well, the reason I did that is because on our last episode, I talked an awful lot. Uh -huh. It was probably about 65% me, and there were uh, four people in the room. Oh, jeez. <laughs> was that about the kudzu episode? Yeah. Jeez, I, I don't remember it that way. You know, uh, uh, Mark and Seth are both talkers. They, yeah. They can both, uh, they can both hold their own uh, for I, sure. I'm exaggerating. They were really good guests. Oh, they're fantastic. Um, not a ton of editing on that episode. Great episode. Um, I had a great time. It was so fun. We talked... I would say conservatively 40 more minutes outside with mm -hmm. the, of, of the recording. There were several bathroom breaks. Mm -hmm. Not going to not going to give away who had to keep taking bathroom breaks, but they told us beforehand that yeah. there would be a lot of bathroom <laughs> breaks, which is, I don't know. I've never been pre warned, but also a guest has never taken that many bathroom. Breaks, sure. Yeah, so. I mean, we we were at prime just have had just had coffee time mm. you know yeah. drinking coffee all morning the seal was clearly broken sure um but yeah that afforded us some time to sit and hang out and that was the least contentious conversation with mark i'd ever had <laughs> probably the first one that wasn't contentious because we hadn't had a real conversation in like seven or eight years lovely sure had a great time had a really really good time yeah i didn't mention this on a uh, mic but I, I i i went to uh mark's wedding mark, yeah. mark mark and seth both are old friends with uh 
my uh, lovely girlfriend, and by old friends, I mean pre-me. Yeah. Uh, j- just like me and uh, I think both of my brothers, they're pre-me. Really? We were pre-me's. Couldn't wait to get out of there, huh? No, no. I think I was supposed to be... I, I don't know. I think all the stories are apocryphal, but Travis was born at like Thanksgiving and he was supposed to be on Christmas. I don't know. We'll have to get the story <laughs> like, straight no. from all these horses mouths <laughs> born on Thanksgiving supposed to be born on May Day. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just a bunch of little preemies. But uh, d- uh, w- w- what was that all connected to Mark and Seth? Yeah, they, they are, were friends with my girlfriend prior to me before being you were in the friends picture. with her in the uh biblical sense <laughs> friends in the biblical sense yeah pretty sure friendship was the same concept back then <laughs> i don't know it was a, it seemed a lot of, uh i don't know i don't think they took a lot of baths back yeah. then so I, I feel like the friendship bonds were probably a little stronger <laughs> i was listening back to an old episode for reasons that you know mm-hmm. and i will not be <laughs> elucidating on sure. this particular episode but there was a lot of a lot of Old Testament talk on that one too. Really <laughs> talking about <laughs> goat ladies and the Song of Solomon and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I, I was listening to that same episode. Yeah. I, I didn't make it quite as far far as you did, of course. Uh, Andy. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what what episode was before that? Oh, we got to talk about the oh yeah the sketch on the kudzu. Oh episode. my goodness, yeah that that uh that sketch really talk about a the depth between like how well it went in the room or how fe- well it I felt, felt it went yeah. uh, and how well it actually played uh, through the audio uh, that 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 was a wide wide depth is that how i started <laughs> that you you said that it sucked uh-huh. as we were recording oh it. yeah and i did not think that i don't think anybody was feeling that except for you where was <laughs> that pressure coming from i you know y- you definitely brought this up to me but we were probably just about an hour and 40 minutes into just hanging out yeah. at that point so uh, i think maybe i was in a rush to get it wrapped up i i you know i, I don't want the episodes to hit that 120 minute mark <laughs> really uh it's only happened twice yeah no, yeah only once on an unspecial occasion which turned out to be a special occasion because it was the last you know <laughs> seated dining experience <laughs> we had with the pretend, pretending to be people crew the, I th- almost a year ago. The the big thing about that bit was uh, I had a lot written mm-hmm. and it had gone on for about 25 minutes and I had not getting gotten to any of the things I was <laughs> like supposed to meet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's why it may have seemed like that last bit there where uh, it, it was revealed that Boudin Howell was actually my long lost cousin Bland, Bland Howell, Howell, who had been taken <laughs> over by a Cajun symbiote <laughs> from a uh, Mardi Gras pasta uh, prepared by Emerald Lagasse mm-hmm. that Bland Howell asked for less bam in. He couldn't <laughs> stand the bam. Uh, so he was, of course, you know, 
cursed by Emeril Lagasse. Not not cursed necessarily. He yeah. put a symbiote yeah. in the pasta. We all know what a symbiote uh-huh. is. We're all familiar with Venom mm-hmm. and Spider-Man. Uh, Eddie Brock, all of that. Uh, and he was affected by this Cajun symbiote, which now has made its way into Cold Stone Cream Austin's system uh, in that post-credit sequence there. And his name is now... Cajun Stone Cream Austin, Austin, which is a thing I texted you Uh and it blew up into that whole deal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I got that text and uh, my immediately thought was a what could I possibly do with this? I'm not doing that. And then, uh, you know, it kind of blossomed from there. I can't remember if it was Mark or Seth that uh, suggested the WandaVision music at the end. (laughs) Got some direct feedback about that. I got a compliment about someone else's idea. I got texts <laughs> about that episode. Uh-huh. I got I got a text from Steve Rector, oh, Springfield nice. super fan, uh, complimenting me on that episode. I did that 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 seems like it's, a it's an all timer. One of my favorites. Love talking about music in Springfield mm-hmm. ten years ago that eighty people knew about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really fun. Yeah, had a great time. Uh, what was the previous week's episode? No, that was Mo Beef. Mo Mo beef, beef. <laughs> more like no Mo no beef. Mo beef, <laughs> crazy. Uh-huh. The spring food Mo curse. Yeah, back at it again. I will go ahead and just tell who the guest was going to be on that episode. It was going to be Katie Call, the mm-hmm. news leader's local civics reporter, mm-hmm. and I sent I texted her to ask her if she'd heard. Now I don't. I know there are people who get pleasure from delivering bad news. I'm not one of those people, but. They announced that they're going to sell all the food until they run out of it. I was like, Katie needs to know. This was her pick. She's from Chicago. This is her favorite, you know, Chicago beef sandwich. Sure. I let her know, and uh, I got an all-caps response. So now I have, like, a wildly (laughs) colloquial message from one of the uh, uh, preeminent journalists in Springfield, uh, which is pretty fun. She is pretty funny. I'm excited to meet her in person. Uh Funny texture, very funny on Twitter, trying to keep herself occupied, live tweeting the uh, city council meetings. <laughs> Seems oh, like a yeah. tough job. What was uh, this This last one that we covered, uh, Big Easy, that wasn't what we had originally planned either. That was because a guest fell through. Yes. Um, but they had picked someplace else. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get into all the yeah. specifics. That, of that was yet. a different reporter. Uh-huh. Yeah. And hopefully <laughs> they will still be yeah. on the show. And I believe that reporter did. We did set up Big Easy with, with that. No, we didn't. Never mind. I know what you set up. Never mind. I got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Big Easy. I think we had just kind of put yeah. on the list of essentials because, you know, it. I, as far as I'm concerned, it is a Springfield institution. Mm-hmm. It's been around for a long time. Yeah. I felt really bad on that review portion. The thing that I liked the most that I got, I did not get into because we were taking so long. Yeah, I don't know why food, you did. Yeah, it just you must have just been in a space where it felt real long to you. I don't know. I ju- I just get real sub uh, real conscious. Yeah, um, yeah. Self-conscious. So, self-conscious, mm-hmm. not subconscious. Tell us about it now, Dan. What'd you get? Oh, I had the slaw dog, oh, I'm sorry. Andy. I think we, we don't, we're out of time. Mm, oh, no, no, for real. Wow. Go ahead, please. I didn't uh, even mean to make... I didn't intend to do that joke. No, no, that's fantastic. Please that's go ahead. Uh, no, the slaw dog, of course. Uh, it, it was basic. It was served on the same po' boy, French bread, uh, andouille sausage, kind of cut down the middle mm. with uh, some coleslaw on it. And some real nice, basic, probably sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. kind of what it tasted like. Um, I thought that that was pretty good. You know, review still stands. I give them, 
give him a three. Didn't hate him as much as Kudzu did. Wasn't even quite sure why they hated him so yeah. much. They, they just see, you know, I, I think uh, showed up with the knives out for sure. They've got they've got discerning uh, well, Cajun sensibilities. I think I, I think Mark and I were kind of on the same page in that it's not nearly as good as it used to be. Hmm. I yeah. think that he thought I think I, they were used to be four stars for me and I moved them down to two. They used to be three stars, something like that for yeah. him. <laughs> but he moved them down to zero. Was it him that moved I, them down yeah, to zero? I think it was zero. <laughs> I, I just uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, whatever you've had as much he, garbage as I know it puts into perspective what a zero is as pleasant as a person as Mark was. Huh? <laughs> I think it's safe to say that he's fairly negative <laughs> 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 just overall. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, whatever. I didn't tag them in anything. I doubt they're going to hear it. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Who knows? No, no. It, it 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 doesn't seem that way. Maybe we'll put them out of business too, Andy. Yikes! I, I well, can't yeah. believe it happened again. That's right. Mo beef closed. I mean, it. This one, the guy was like, I was trying to get a, um, <laughs> I was trying to get a job at a dispensary before COVID, and I finally got the job. He's, ah. He was very explicitly like, "This isn't COVID. I'm gonna go sell weed." Sure. <laughs> okay. Hey, right on. Yeah, Mr. Moby. <laughs> yeah, Don Fairchild is the dude's name. That is the. Uh, that's the Al Capone and way. Sell I, drugs. <laughs> I will. Yeah, it absolutely is. That's so funny. Uh, somebody, a woman with the last name Fairchild, liked a lot of the the, the pictures and posts <laughs> associated with our Moby hey. episode. So. Hopefully Don heard it. That was all positive. Like you were pretty positive. I was positive. On I, I, I wasn't super positive yeah. on Moby, but that's what the listeners want. Andy, uh-huh. they want us to 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 fight about things and boy, do we yeah. give them what they want <laughs> at least in that one area. <laughs> <laughs> Not much else. Really? No, no. <laughs> you know, one thing that they probably want Andy this week's preheat. All right. Sure. <laughs> What's your preheat, Andy? Wow. One word. One word. Review of uh, this coming week's <laughs> this place that I made episode of Spring Food Mo. Never been. Haven't mm. been yet. Haven't no. been there. Um, un, uh, unexpected because I did find out today that uh, <laughs> it's, it's a different it's restaurant. A different restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, we're still going to cover it. Uh-huh. We're like, let's cover this place. And I looked into it, and um, it is a different business yeah. now. And we decided let's just do that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> Our guests who have, uh, frankly, we've had this episode saved for yeah. for a while. Uh, when they found out, I think their response was, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is um, two years over two mm-hmm. years in the making. They the, the guests have been on before. We won't mm-hmm. spoil who they're going to be. No, I'll tell you what, it's it's a combination. Of Can guests. we give a preheat for uh, the sure, guests? Yeah. Okay. Well, my preheat. I want. I want to get the. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought of one. I'm gonna do. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, my my preheat for the restaurant would be um excited, mm. and that's because I haven't had it yet. Yeah, but I think I have had it before. Cool. And I'm excited. Okay, you gonna preheat the guest? Let's preheat these guests. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, it will spoil it. Mine will absolutely spoil it. Is dim-witted one word? It's <laughs> gonna be. Can I do low IQ? <laughs> <laughs> well, they won't be able to tell whether that's one word or two. Uh, IQ. I mean that. That's a whole. That's a curveball right there. It could be three words. Well, that's it for the pre. Yeah. Segment. Yeah. <laughs> 
I've had a uh, I've had some interesting stuff happen this week. Oh, yeah? Dan, what are you, what you, you've, you've kind of followed along. Uh, <laughs> I've just updated you about different things going on. Had to get a physical mm-hmm. on Monday, um, which went well. Had to get a, several tests afterwards. I'm trying to apply for a visa, and turns out they want to make sure you're healthy sure. before you uh, enter another country. Makes sense to me. Hmm. Uh, they have better better health care there, so <laughs> you know, want to make sure you're not taking advantage of that. Oh, yeah. Um, also, uh, I like having options. Yeah, Andy is what I like. I like being able to explore the marketplace <laughs> of healthcare providers. So, <laughs> saw that the old uh, the 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 outgoing uh, Green County Health Director had said not to expect a, if you're in the next tier of vaccinations for COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. This virus going around. Uh, <laughs> According to one of our guests, I think it's uh, almost done. done almost with. done. Yeah, I think most of our guests that bring it up, they they all have the same thing yeah. to say, and that is that it's about over. Yeah, <laughs> I think they've been saying that since like March of uh-huh, last year. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, podcasts are evergreen. You know, people can just listen to it sure. whenever, and they can just assume that that was the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, the the outgoing Green County Health Director said not to expect to be able to be vaccinated by like March or June and uh, which was a little frustrating because I'd sort of been thinking, you know, May, March 15th, I'll be able to get an appointment sometime around then. And that might still have been true. Mm-hmm. Uh, might might be true. But um, I started freaking out a little bit because I just want to make sure I get it done before I travel. Sure. And I would also like to do some of the stuff that I like to do around here before I leave, such as eat at restaurants um, <laughs> go to bars sure stuff like that yeah. it seems like seems like so stuff I'd like to do before I leave and so started thinking real hard about how I could get vaccinated Just wondering you know I've had some health problems uh, mm-hmm. documented on the show yeah. I've had other ones before that mm-hmm. as a child sick baby um, I was like well maybe should bad I ask knees. my <laughs> I do have bad knees bad feet what I think my feet are okay. I do have bad. I'm going to phys- starting physical therapy Monday, Dan. Unsightly you don't know hands. About, this is not a bit. You don't know about this. Huh. Start physical therapy for my knees on Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. I have been referred twice before. Found out I could not afford it. But oh, you know what? I was more talking cosmetically. Oh, uh, you might, <laughs> might see a plastic surgeon before you before sure. you get over there. See if they can uh, put whatever's going on back mm-hmm. together there. You know. <laughs> Got a nice tax return. Might go put that into the medical industry. Get these knees hey. fixed. Maybe we'll see. Anyway, Dan. Well, a person in my life who definitely doesn't listen to this, the Tower Club, mm-hmm. had the idea to uh, drive to a state that is currently vaccinating teachers. Wow. And uh, has done the rollout a little bit more by my subjective assessment competently. Mm. And uh, Missouri has. Well, they don't have all those hills to deal with, famously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We're going to drive to Kansas because teachers are eligible to be eligible to be vaccinated there, uh-huh. and there's just tons of appointments. You can just sign up. And uh, as when I was initially uh, approached with this uh, idea, it's like I don't know about that. That feels weird. And then uh, three days later, appointments were still open. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. We're going to drive out there. Sure. Then that person managed to get a uh, waste mitigation dose, mm. which is whenever you call at the end of the day to the pharmacy and say, hey, did anybody not show up for sure. an appointment? Okay. Because they have to throw them out um, because they have to be cool. Got to mitigate cold. that waste. Yeah. Um, and he got one of those. So then I was on my own. 
And then I, you know, I'd had that physical and I realized that I should have asked my doctor if any of my health problems made me eligible right now. And I sent my doctor a message and asked and he responded. Sore belly button. Yeah. I've got a bit for this. <laughs> I've already got one. I'm going to try it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it already kind of tanked because you used one of the words that was going to make it funny earlier, which may make, which will make sense in a moment. And it, uh, it turned out that, yeah, some of the stuff in my file, such as, uh, well, I'm not going to reveal it. Actually. Oh, okay. I'll tell you off mic. It's okay. Sure. I might. Oh, I actually think I already told you in a text. Some stuff I had as a kid qualifies me now. Sure. Uh, because it isn't something that goes away. It just hasn't affected me in a long time. Yeah. Anyway, I got vaccinated today. Dan, I nice. got my first shot today. Turns out, like, there are appointments in town currently, if you are eligible, at hy V, And I posted online. Apparently, people just don't know. Apparently, people just don't know. You can get one at hy V. Nobody knows anything. Uh, nobody does know anything. There's vaccine, vaccinefinder.org. Mm-hmm. I think I sent you that link at one point. You sure did. And uh, that's I mean, how I've been looking for the hy V appointments. So, but they, they, got them, they got them right now for tomorrow. Right now, you should do it. Get out your phone. Right now. <laughs> uh, I'm excited that I can get you sick and you can't get me sick. I'm sure. pretty pretty thrilled about yeah. that. I mean, it's not. Still got another month. But anyway, also went to the dentist today. And I've had a lot of medical stuff this week. And here's the thing. I like going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I like being worked on, Dan. Mm-hmm. Sure. I got a lot of things I'm responsible for in my life and really like having somebody take care of me. think it's really nice. <laughs> really enjoyed my hospital stay last year. Thought it was awesome. Hey. Did not enjoy one particular thing hooked to one part of my body. That felt mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. But having myself monitored constantly, really liked it. Really like <laughs> having people care for me. Wow. Um, I'm a weird, I'm, I'm a freak, Dan. Anyway. Yeah. You know, I have that, that. I had that thing that I that I I, I, had, I thought the tumor would make me eligible, but uh, and the doctor actually said that that could be. Now, you know, we could probably spin it that. He didn't say we could spin it that way, but he says no. This other thing, this other thing makes you eligible. And he says, "You got a smelly bottom, Andy." When I, <laughs> that's all. I, was, I can't go any further with it. <laughs> I was going to try to be insistent that. The doctor said, you got to get that smelly bottom checked out. <laughs> not by me. I'm not looking at that thing. <laughs> so I, I, I only do assume that they had to put the vaccine in your bottom. It's <laughs> <laughs> in so my arm. I asked them to put it there yeah. and they wouldn't. <laughs> okay. So that's not how this works, sir. Andy, and I said, please did it. hope. Uh, no, uh, it's very no, it didn't hurt. Mm. It it hurt less than having blood drawn, which I did earlier this week. I don't have syphilis, by the way. Nice. Uh, was real worried about that. Another one. thing you do not have yeah. in common with Al Capone. I, Your yeah, brain no, is true. riddled with syphilis. I realized that that probably sounded like a joke. No, I actually had to get a syphilis test yeah. uh, to apply for my visa. Oh. And I don't have it. I don't feel like syphilis has any fun like nicknames. No, does it? Mm-mm. It's pretty much just that. And it sounds like the, the the worst one. Yeah, you know, one of what I won't elaborate. <laughs> In case my mom's listening, she might <laughs> not, not know what syphilis means. My parents are listening. 
Oh boy! Andy. Anyway, so I'm I'm excited. Like I'm excited to have this done. To have one less thing to worry about. Uh, excited to go to the Moxie. That's going to be the one way I think my life will change. Is I'll allow myself to go go to the Moxie, watch a movie, drink a beer. Nice. You know, um, pretty thrilled. Pretty thrilled. Excited for you to do it too, if you choose to do it. Not oh, I I absolutely will be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because you want autism. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. Oh, Andy. What's uh? What's 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 the what? What would you say the main thrust of the Tower Club episode yeah. is today? <laughs> uh, Twenty-four minutes in. You're right. We probably should get no, to nothing it. Nothing wrong with that. Well, Dan. Um, I'm not uh, okay. We deleted the Ramatai episode, mm-hmm. or rather, I I did. Um, I don't have the keys to do yeah. that kind of stuff. I would have deleted all sorts of stuff. You absolutely do. You know the passwords. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, yeah. You can do that. Yeah, I, I could probably if you wanted. Um, maybe not for the reasons people would assume. Um, the I will say that the episode was fairly recently deleted because I didn't want any extra attention drawn to the guest. Sure. Just put it that way. You know. Uh, just out of respect for somebody's privacy, that episode is now gone. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Nothing bad between anyone on the episode. It wasn't like that. Just want to make that clear. Oh, I should have went back and listened to it so I could Damn. redo whatever stupid character bit <laughs> I had at the end. I was thinking that maybe I I was I don't want to listen to that episode. Yeah, neither do I. For reasons that, you know, are pretty pretty obvious. Yeah. But uh I was thinking about maybe tacking that on at the end if it's salvageable. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't have to do that. I, I'm sure. Uh, what two years ago it was probably very bad. It was episode 26, and that's kind of why, really? why I was interested. Yes, it was very early. Oh very my early. god! No, no, that character bit must have sucked. February I, I would not, Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dig that out. Yeah, <laughs> two years ago. Two wow. years ago we did Ramatai, and well, we aren't just going to re-review it which we absolutely could do and pretend mm. that we hadn't done it before, which was an option, at least in my head. I don't know if I discussed it with you, but yeah. uh, I thought it might be interesting to talk about this um, as a takeout place, which it is functionally now versus a sit down experience as it was previously. Cause it's one of these places. I mean, they still have sit down, mm. but I am sure like most places, their takeout business has gone way up and they already did a lot of takeout business. Prior. They do good takeout too. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they, uh, they, they package their things. Yes. Yeah correctly and they have before uh the this pandemic yeah they they wrap everything up in saran wrap mm-hmm. uh, they have some pretty saucy stuff they sure do so ramatai and because we have already covered this and because if we don't do what we're about to do the history segment will just be lost we're going to replay it but i think it it will be interesting because I, I haven't edited or changed it at all so we're going to play the old version i think it'd be interesting to talk about how this is different than absolutely uh, previous ones so let's learn a little bit about or let's remember a little bit about Rama Thai Rama Thai Cafe opened on March 1st 2015 its founder was a woman named Nada Gamal that's N-A-D-D-A I wouldn't usually spell out someone's name on one of these but I noticed in my research that the news leader has managed to spell Nada Gamal's name five different ways sometimes different ways in the same article that called her Mata Mata Nada with an O 
Medell, a kind of portmanteau of her first and last name. I'm using the name Nada wrote on her own business filing with the state, a document that's extremely easy to find, even for someone like me who has zero training as a journalist and should definitely not be considered one, thank you. Uh, so yeah, Springfield News Leader, you got called up! Anyway, Nada Gamel immigrated to Springfield from Thailand in the early 2000s. Ramatai was not Gamel's first restaurant. In 2008 and 9, she ran a short-lived spot called Thai House on South Campbell in the building that now belongs to Mama's Korean Grill. She co-owned Thai House with her husband Nathan Gamble, who grew up in Springfield and who is a well-known and respected musician and artist, a man I've never met despite the fact that while researching this, I discovered that he and I have a frankly alarming number of mutual friends, which makes me very uncomfortable talking about him right now. Anyway, Thai House was open for a little over a year, and Nada didn't get back into the restaurant business until she had the opportunity to take over the building that had previously housed another Thai restaurant, which we'll talk about later. If you have spent any amount of time around the MSU campus area, you probably know the house on the northeast corner of Walnut and Florence. It's big and it's old. The house was constructed as a residence in the 1890s. You heard right, that huge, drafty Ramatai house has been around for almost 130 years. And from what I can tell, it remained a residence until 1996, when it received a commercial rezoning and became an art gallery and performance space. In the 19 years before Ramatai moved in, the building housed almost as many businesses. A tea house, a cookie shop, a plant and garden depot, a handyman's headquarters, a woman's clothing boutique, and a bridal store. Immediately before Ramatai, 1129 East Walnut was home to Bangkok City, a very different and decidedly more upscale Thai restaurant, one about which you will hear much, much more later in this episode. Unless you, like, get annoyed with us and turn it off or something, which I totally get. Bangkok City was a pretty upscale affair with upscale dishes at upscale prices. Ramatai, however, takes advantage of its proximity to a college campus, offering a menu of traditional Thai options with massive portions at affordable prices without skimping on quality and freshness. Nada Gamble and her crew know what they're doing, and the restaurant's reputation proves it. Show up at dinner time, and you're probably going to have to wait for a table. Everybody loves Ramatai. Yes, I speak for everyone. Everyone loves it. Andy, what's wrong with your freaking voice? <laughs> I had a cold. Wow. <laughs> I don't remember having a cold, but I certainly did. You definitely <laughs> did. That was concerning. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, were you okay? I remember stuff about recording that episode, and I do not remember having a cold. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, you Wow. Just a... Uh, a, a violent change yeah. in, in voice. Nowadays, uh, I would just do it live, if at all. Mm. <laughs> I've, I've not. I think the one time I had a cold, we recorded remotely this year, and yep. that's the only time that I've been sick. Yep, had to um, do it. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. It, I, I also speak very slowly yeah and i remember that there was a point where like i got to pick up the pace and now i do them as fast as i can and i will take the bio the history segments several times i will do the lines until i can get it at a cadence that moves quickly 
Yeah, um, that definitely uh, uh, pitter-pattered along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, that, not that it was bad. No, it was fun. It's fine. Yeah, it, it gets the job done. And we're going to do another one later because I also did a culinary obituary for Bangkok City for that episode. Wow. That's right. We had two history segments, and also we reviewed another restaurant <sighs> on that episode. Remember segments, folks. Yeah. <laughs> we still have segments. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the same now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Ramatai Cafe. Wow. Ramatai Cafe. I always forget that it has the cafe in the name, uh, but it, it does. Does it feel like a cafe to you, Dan? You know, um, I don't know what it feels like. Not really. I mean, it 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 feels like a house mm-hmm. uh, as always. But uh, I every time I walk into Ramatai, I'm I'm just sort of maybe I just don't go there very often. Uh, but I'm it's always like a shock to the senses yeah. how nice it is in there and how how pretty of a space it is Lovely. and just. Uh, I don't know if it's painted. All the wild walls are painted white in there, but mm-hmm. it's just very a, a bright space and uh, just just so cool. It, yeah. it, it it's one of the places that makes me miss like uh-huh. sitting in restaurants more, more than anything. Just a lovely homey space, mm-hmm. only because it's a home. Yeah, and I went and read some of my notes from the from the last time we. I, I really wanted to note how shabby it looked on the outside. They've done some work. It looks better than it used yeah. to. I would say Since it looks then. shabby. Yeah. Well, it, I think they painted it. They definitely repainted walls on the mm-hmm. inside, so they made it look a lot nicer. The uh, like brick path uh, definitely has yeah. stones <laughs> missing from it. It's a place where parking is weird. I think there might be some spots out back, which mm-hmm. you have to find a spot on the street. I went twice this week, and it is Wednesday, so I've, wow. <laughs> I've had a lot of round time. Yeah, and we, I mean, we started planning this on Monday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, it's Wednesday. Uh, listeners think that, of course, we have two weeks uh, to put these things well, together, but in reality, we do it in about two days. In fairness, we've been going back and forth about some different ideas, mm-hmm. and then I just said, let's just do this thing. We've been yeah. talking about it forever. Let's just do it now. Dan, I tried the same stuff that I tried before, mostly because I want to talk about this takeout angle. Uh, let's start with the apps. You know, we, have, we got a bunch of apps to try. Ramatai Sampler comes with two crispy egg rolls, two shrimp rolls, two crab, four crab rangoon, Four pot stickers, a fresh spring spring roll, and then it's served with three sauces: some peanut sauces, one sweet sauce, one sweet and spicy sauce with some chili flakes in there. I don't know what all the sauces are called. Maybe one of them's plum sauce. Uh, yeah, I I feel like I I got the one that was sweet and spicy with the chili flakes and the peanut sauce. Of course, uh, I don't know if. It, it, there's just a plum sauce and then a spicy plum mm. sauce variant is what kind of what I think it is, yeah. but I don't know. So what do you think? I know you tried some of these. You didn't try all of them. Let's crispy egg roll. Had the crispy egg yeah. roll. Very crispy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not a super far drive from this place to my house, but uh, definitely held up in there. All, all that veg as well. You know, it, it's one thing to get the crispy exterior, but you get all those crispy layers on the inside uh, that uh, let's see. I got them written here. It's filled with mixed vegetables, clear noodles served with a sweet and sour sauce. I mm. thought it maybe said which vegetables it was yeah. filled with. <laughs> yeah, the, the vegetables were mixed, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think those clear noodles might be what I'm mm-hmm. saying whenever I, you know, it just adds a little yeah. extra body, a little body, extra yeah. crisp crunch in there. Really tasty. I like these a lot. These are th- these aren't really what we think of when we think of egg rolls. You know, they're a lot thinner. Mm-hmm. The 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 wrapper is a lot thinner. Yeah. 
Um, it, it's not a wrap that uh, bubbles. You no, know? you don't. You don't get the bubble on it. No, it's a lot different, and it's also. I don't think this is frozen either. I think they're making all this stuff fresh. Oh yeah, yeah. all of these apps, all this fried stuff that I tried is a uh, really high quality. I'm pretty sure handmade and all of it. Egg roll is a great dipper. Great crunch. Real, a lot of flavor in there, too. Not too cabbagey or anything. If there's some cabbage, carrots, mm. onions in there, if I had to guess. I really like these egg rolls. Really like these egg rolls. It's not even... You, you can't even compare this to uh, the Godhead egg roll at Shanghai Inn. No. They're two different things. No. This is much more akin to what I would think of as like a crispy spring. Absolutely. Place. Yeah, they're yeah. longer. Yeah. They're longer than that. Mm-hmm. But uh, for sure. Uh, shrimp roll is almost the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. Except it's a shrimp. Uh, it's like a single breaded, not breaded. It's a single shrimp uh, sticking out of the end with all the same ingredients on the inside. Has a little bit of a fishy taste to it, Dan. Same deal. Really kind of has that oily crispness. Not oily as in sticky, but like oil flavor. You get that little bit of like almost maybe sesame oil or something on the outside sure, of that. Whatever it's fried sesame in. Sesame oil. Okay. Yeah. You get that on the outside and just a little bit of that. Uh, Shrimpy, fishy taste on the inside to go along with that rich, full egg roll flavor. Pretty good stuff, the shrimp uh, roll. Crab Rangoon, Dan. Wow. Little tiny bite-sized crab rangoons. Uh, reminiscent of those at Creation. One of your They're favorites. the only ones that uh, make them this size. These are probably a little bigger than Creation's. Have a little more stuffing in them. And uh, they're mighty tasty, Andy. They're so good. They're very, very good. Great proportions. Uh, I... Th- there's a there's a fair amount of cream cheese in there, mm. and it's pretty sweet. It's, I think it's sweetened, yep. and it's nice and fluffy, and the proportions are great. You get the fluffiness in there. You get the creaminess, but you also get that crispiness from that real thin yeah. breading. Again, this is not the food service version. They're making these there. Yeah, thin, but still, you know, would have a good amount of, of crunch to them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Big fan of these. Big fan of these. My last order came with six of them because they came with my combo also. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we basically, I think we did the same thing. We ordered crab rangoons and then both of our mm-hmm. uh, lunch orders came with the little tiny paper bags yeah. that each contained two crab rangoons. Yep. I had a crab rangoon for breakfast today. It was pretty good. Oh, God, Andy. I wish I had the self-control to ever have a crab rangoon for breakfast. <laughs> fresh spring roll. Do you have a fresh spring oh, roll in there, yes, Andy? Yes, I did. This is my favorite fresh spring roll in town for sure. Lettuce, carrot, basil. Those clear noodles wrapped in rice paper served with peanut sauce and plum sauce. Whenever I ordered this, I was expecting the one with the uh, like slice of pork in it yeah. and the shrimp, mm-hmm. but that, it wasn't. That's a different one. It's okay. slightly more expensive. I think that... I can't remember what it's called, but they do have that. Okay. It is more expensive, though. That one is absolutely one of my favorite things in town. This was also really, really good. They're so good. And uh, maybe even as good at it. I, I honestly taste in this. I don't know if the pork and the shrimp are really necessary yeah. because it's all about one thing. It's about that peanut sauce. Oh, so good. Good God, Andy. Uh-huh. I just like hasn't what one of the best condiments in town i don't know we'll have to we need to get some uh superlatives ready for whenever we uh crash land this thing here here in 18 episodes or so uh but you know if we're doing best condiments in town i i i don't know that we're gonna be able to find a better one yeah it's fantastic it's really it's good. so good i think i think i still like the thai express peanut sauce better okay but 
not as a dipper. I don't think um, that's. I don't know if that would be a condiment. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they, they serve that with it as a dipper. That's what I'm saying. I would have to have them side mm-hmm. by side and be dipping, because you know, I like you to be dip. dipping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, it would be it would really be hard to decide which one I liked better in which situation. I can tell you that I like the Thai Express peanut sauce better on the chicken, mm-hmm. but I like the chicken better at Rama Thai, which we'll get to sure. in just a little okay. bit. Okay. But yeah, love that fresh spring roll. It's like an entire salad wrapped up in rice paper. Really There's is, so yeah. much in there. It's really dense. Um, that bite is so good. You bite through all these different textures, but it's also not hard to bite. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I think it's so tasty. Uh, yeah. Used to take down one and a half of those every trip, so it split that order. That's a lot. That's a lot of vegetables. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, that's a that's a good serving of vegetables right mm-hmm. there. Probably the rice paper is the only thing not a uh, you you could do better, but mm-hmm. even that. Those are just those are delicious pot stickers, Dan. Wow, these are hands down my favorite pot stickers in town because they are the only ones that are not the frozen version that I know of. Sure. Uh, they are so thick. They are really dense. Um, they're more dense than all of the other breaded, not breaded, but wrapped items mm-hmm. here. And they have, they still have the same kind of, you know, ground pork on the inside. But boy, oh boy, are these tasty. They're so thick on the edges and you dip them like you dip everything else. One of those three sauces. You get this big, savory bite. Oh, just wonderful. Love these. All of these are great. This is some of the best versions of each of these things in the city. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Great app game. Absolutely. App. Absolutely. Absolutely, Andy. Another one that I tried because it's one of my favorites. Golden bag. Of course. Golden bag. It's golden fried wonton stuffed with yellow curry seasoned potatoes and spices served with plum sauce. Only complaint with these is sometimes they're just too hot. And it take a while. For, it takes a while for that hot potato on the inside to cool down. Mm-hmm. Burns my little tongue. Yeah. Even. Well, that's you know. You ask him, please cool my bag down. <laughs> that's just one of the things that's great about this place. It's all made fresh. You get these items. They mm-hmm. make them to order. I think that's part of what makes those uh, pot stickers great. They're not sitting under a heat lamp. They make them. They make them for you right then. This I'm pretty sure. I wanted those so bad, but as you mentioned, uh, I think before we were even on mic here, uh, the the prices have recently yep, gone up. Yeah, so uh, you know, I just I couldn't get it on yeah. top of all my other apps. Some of them, some of them have gone up. Their lunch prices, at least, have gone up. Mm-hmm. I know the app sampler was the same price that it always was, but uh, the combo prices for lunch have gone from six six ninety nine. To eight ninety nine, wow. uh, which is it was which is a jump. Yeah, but they so, uh, it used to be yeah. a crazy deal to get the amount of food that you got. And oh, now yeah. it seems fair, especially at this quality. Yeah. All right, Dan. So let's get into our entrees. Would you try? Let's do it. I'm going to start with an entree that is actually on the appetizer mm. menu, but uh, I included on the entrees here because I think if you were to order a side of rice or noodles with it, it would be some of the best this place has to offer andy the tiger cry mm. known other places i think as the tiger tier yeah uh grilled sliced beef marinated in homemade garlic sauce served with garlic chili sauce maybe this garlic chili sauce is what is next to the the plum sauce mm-hmm. there on on your sampler 
it, it's essential on this. I mean, the the marinade that they already have them in is already kind of oily. Um, it's a little similar to another dish that I got that that was nice and garlicky. But that garlic chili sauce just sets this off. I mean, it's it it, it was cold sliced beef, but just grilled to perfection not like falling apart in your mouth or anything still some good chew to it i mean it's not like it's not sashimi Mm -hmm. uh it's not meant to melt or anything it's got chew to it but it's it's just packed with so much flavors no gristle um and then it was also served over just a nice little bed of sliced cabbage that also picked up all that uh marinade and the garlic chili sauce and uh like I said, I if you ordered this with a side of noodles or a side of their white rice, which uh, I think Thai Exp- or Thai Express Rama Thai, yeah. Oh, excuse me, dude, Rama That's- Thai, some of the best, uh, you know, just plain steamed rice in, in town mm. uh, uh, for my money. Uh, really, really good. Yeah, I agree. It's great. Their steamed rice is great, mm. and I like that. Um, I guess all rice is there to just augment whatever else is on your plate. Yeah. But their rice is not treated that way. I feel like they have respect for rice like a sushi chef mm-hmm. has respect for the rice. Sure. It's its own thing, and it's just a very, very good preparation. Not, you know, it's not fried or yeah. fancy or anything. It's not like uh, Thai Express It's uh, where it's, uh, you know, brown. Yeah. It, uh, I think they use brown rice at Thai Express, oh, they, really? whereas they use white. Ja- I think so. Hmm. Whereas they use white jasmine rice at Ramatai. Yeah. Um, and uh, that rice is a key component to what makes the first entree I'm going to talk about, Greg, which is the Masaman curry. Masaman curry. It, the description says Masaman curry and coconut milk with potatoes, onions, carrots, and whole peanuts. I love peanuts. Love peanut sauces. Wow. Love peanuts in every form. I have peanut butter for breakfast every single day in the last year. Had a spoonful of peanut butter today. You did? Oh yeah, I sure did. We, did, we I, I was meaning to go out for lunch, but uh, the plumber yep. was blocking my driveway. I was trapped mm. at the top of my driveway because of my turlet troubles. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's all fixed up now. Now it's just me and a big bag of this sewage that they left. <laughs> really? Well, I asked them. <laughs> <laughs> That's lunch for like two weeks. You guys aren't going to take that stuff, are you? <laughs> no, there's no bag of sewage at my house. Unless you count my no good freaking roommates. <laughs> I'm kidding. My roommates are all yeah, good. Yeah. Well, speaking of the absolute opposite of a bag yeah. of sewage, yeah, this Masamon curry, Dan. You take a clump of that rice. It clumps up nicely, but I wouldn't call it clumpy. Sure. You have a lot of control over how much you get on your fork. You fork it. None of it falls off, but you also don't get too much. It's great rice. It's really good, and it's important that it clumps up like that and doesn't fall off. When you dip it down into that curry, Mm -hmm. you get some potato. You get some of those veggies. This is really creamy, Dan. It's really creamy. has a creamy taste, but at the same time, it's uh, it's pretty thin, thin and soupy, but also creamy. It's a great balance. You get some, you get the oil bubbles floating in there a little bit. Real tasty. Um, love this, Dan. I don't normally get curry. I almost always get chicken. Uh, you know, I also got chicken on my other trips. I ordered this one with tofu, so I tried their tofu oh, nice. for the first time. Because uh, I've kind of become a fan of that. Once you realize it's just about adding texture, mm-hmm. uh, I've been enjoying it more. 
And I also know that they just do breaded grilled chicken in the dishes. If it, or unbreaded grilled chicken uh-huh. that's been pounded. It's not my favorite preparation of chicken. Yeah. Like a little bit of a heartier chicken in uh, these soup dishes, ramen, pho, curry, stuff like that. Sure. That's not what they do, so I didn't get it. Instead, got the tofu, which, again, didn't have a lot of flavor, but had a real nice, another creamy texture. It's like a soup Different cube. kind of creamy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're Absolutely. a little porous, too, so they get a little bit of that stuff trapped mm-hmm. in them. I, I had to get past the texture uh-huh. of curry or of uh, tofu, excuse me. Uh, but I, I feel like recently I've, I've come to terms with it, and mm-hmm. I think I've... I kind of like it. It's very so much place to place, mm-hmm. as we've discussed yeah. before. Yeah, but because, I mean, if you compare to, like, a soft tofu, like, to Scully's Ramen's tofu, mm-hmm. which are, like, little chicken nuggets, yeah. basically. Like, it's like, little nuggets. It's really... They must have just stumbled on that. Like, I don't know how they could have figured that out with their limited... Oh, yeah, they couldn't figure out their butt from a hole in the ground. <laughs> Must have been they hanging out at my house. They couldn't figure out a hole from a butt in the ground no. either. Oh, wow. Yeah, don't. I mean, I don't know what that means. Now they're exactly, very confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they think we're on their side. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Loved the Masamon curry. Really tasty, even though I'm not a big curry person. The best is whenever you sop up that curry. The, the, the broth, the soup, the sauce, whatever you want to call it, because sure. it's kind of hard to tell what. You sop it up with that rice, get a bite with that rice and all that texture, and you can just kind of feel the sauce dripping down. Mm, it's so good. I love it. A little peanut crunch in there. Yeah. Mm. That, you God, know, that sounds that's, good. Maybe that's part of the takeout difference, Dan, is that the peanuts are all at the very bottom, and you got to like dig down deep for them, mm. you know, unless you put it in your own bowl, which I didn't this time, because I was very hungry. Sure. Um, yeah, great. What was your other entree? My other entree was something with that pounded out grilled chicken you were talking about. Uh, but before I get into that, I do want to get on the uh, d- uh, takeout experience. My lovely girlfriend, of course, got the sesame chicken there. Mm. Some of the best sesame chicken in town. It's fantastic. It still, uh, you know, tasted fantastic. However, that chicken, which at one time at the restaurant was just as crispy mm-hmm. as could possibly mm-hmm. be andy crispiest flat breaded chicken in the game mm-hmm. it it was not nope. crispy and and i would even venture as far to say as uh, it was maybe not made to order yeah uh, i mean I'm, I'm sure that the sesame chicken is crazy popular up there so she could have just gotten uh, a plate that was already ready to go but uh really didn't seem like it, it had ever been yeah crispy uh like it was the one time i've had the sesame chicken right there at the table yeah would still order still very good mm-hmm. i got the garlic and pepper chicken it's got that pounded out white meat yeah non-breaded and what we're saying is these are like flat pieces mm-hmm. of fried chicken it's the only oh, place yeah. in town that does it this way they're they are very flat. Mm-hmm. They are very long, and they are breaded and fried. Not a not a not a thick breading. Pretty yeah. light breading, but they still get it really crispy. It, it's it's awesome whenever so, you get it yeah. fresh. Some of the biggest chicken pieces in an entree, yeah, but not yeah, not in a thick way. Yeah, they'll like it, curl up even sometimes. Yeah. Ooh, God, that sounds good, Andy. Mm-hmm. Garlic pepper chicken. It's that chicken sautéed with fresh garlic and white pepper served over steamed vegetables. 
this was so freaking good, Andy. Uh, you, you know, I uh, the white pepper and garlic. I, I don't know what I had expected. I I guess I was expecting more of like a cracked black pepper taste, but uh, I think with the inclusion of a whole bunch of like chili pepper flakes, which were also in there. Yeah. Um, it all just ends up being this kind of oily, super garlicky, spicy, just heavenly mm-hmm. flavor. Andy. Yeah. I really loved it. I didn't know even how to describe it. I mean, I guess garlic and white pepper, but, uh, I feel like there's something more at play here. The, something uh th- that i couldn't quite identify andy and i don't know what it was and uh that is uh you know when food is the best for me whenever <laughs> it's stumped my really dumb palate uh and it's like i, I don't even know what i'm tasting but uh-huh. it's it's very good and i'm so happy to be eating yeah it. i got my favorite thing there wow. kai todd rama if specifically been, didn't order it because i knew yeah. you were gonna if you've uh if you've been listening for two years you've probably heard me talk about it several times love peanut chicken uh two places in town where it's my go-to order they're both thai places and mm-hmm. we've talked about them both many times <laughs> in uh, this in this episode, episode yeah <laughs> i mean obviously we talked about the place we're reviewing in this <laughs> episode but we've talked about the other one in this episode and many times uh before as well Kai Tadrama on the menu says crispy chicken with homemade peanut sauce topped with crushed peanuts and served with steamed vegetable vegetables and jasmine rice. Dan, we talked about the chicken. That's the big difference here is that uh, that you, I 100% agree with you. It's not crispy any, when, uh, this way. Mm. And I don't my, my, I don't think I agree with your assessment that it has that they're not making them to order. I think that what, what is happening is that they're making those as soon as you call it in. Sure. Uh, because both times I showed up early and it was already and I was already sitting out on the counter mm. waiting for me, so I think it's maybe had more time to sit out. And if my mem- if memory serves, it does get gummy pretty quick, especially when they douse it in the sauce in the yeah. peanut sauce. It's got a lot of sauce. Yeah, and uh, I used to order extra <laughs> uh, when I go to the restaurant. They get I would order an extra one and they would just bring it out. I think they charge you well, for that now. Bring you a little ramekin. Not. Yeah, bring your ramekin. To pour some sambal in there to make it real hot. Mm. So you take the one that already has the sauce on it, so it's already sauced, you know. Sure. Put it in there with the yeah, hot version. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wonderful. There you go. Love it so much. <laughs> I got it without heat this time, which is totally, totally uh-huh. fine. It just tastes like peanuts. It, it tastes like melted peanut butter. And I believe that we called somebody for the last episode, or I called somebody for the last episode to ask who had worked in that kitchen. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think he specifically didn't want his name mentioned then, so I won't mention it again now. Got it. I think they just put Jif peanut butter in that, awesome. <laughs> in that sauce. It's like melted down with Incredible. something thickened it up a little bit, is, is the rumor at least. Um, and it tastes like that. It's just straight up peanut. There's no coconut flavor like there is at the other Thai place in town that I love, and that is why I prefer that sauce. And it's on that chicken, and this was a gummy delight. Mm. Dan, not a crispy bite in it. Also really enjoyed the big old broccolis they put in there. You get to dip those in the sauce. You can mix the yeah. texture and flavor of the broccoli. Yeah. They that, cook their broccoli for chicken. just a little longer than some you places. So? Yeah. yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah, you know, it's not tough. 
Yeah. It's not that tough broccoli. It also looks very green. <laughs> this Absolutely. is a beautiful dish when it comes it out is. in front of you. Every time. Um, you know, I, I went there a lot uh, back whenever they were open. Uh, well, they're still they're open to dine now. I'm just not sure. dining in person right now. And I went there a bunch, and the proportions would frequently change. Mm-hmm. How much how much broccoli you would get? You would sometimes get two pieces of broccoli. You would sometimes get like eight. <laughs> you sure. know, okay. like almost an equal amount of broccoli to chicken, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Probably hey, just depends who's cooking. As just long as don't you don't change that chicken, yeah. as long as you can put that chicken in that sauce, I don't care. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. I think this place is awesome. Yeah. How many old walnut houses would you give it, Dan? Five. Five. Easy. It's a five. That, you know, Nothing's changed. There's no point in as far as the rating. As much as we did, uh, you know, inadvertently or not, uh, comparing this place and Thai Express, they are so insanely, wildly different, uh, and they are yeah. also both absolutely five stars. Yeah, uh, some of the best food in town. Just for, really awesome for different reasons. Yeah. this is now priced higher than Thai Express. Mm-hmm. By just a little bit, whereas it used to be reversed. It used to be weird. Like Thai Express was takeout, mm-hmm. five star takeout. There was a priced a little bit more like a like a sit down restaurant. Yeah. But they've also cleaned up in there a little bit too. I'll be interested to go sit down and eat in there when they're doing that again. Whereas Rama Thai was priced like takeout. It was so cheap, <laughs> and now it's priced right. In my opinion, it's where it should be. Wow. Well, uh, you know, Bob Barker from, oh from our very from our home state, Andy. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe from right here in Springfield. I'm not 100% sure. He's There's that boulevard named after him. Yeah, I th- I know he went to went to Drury, right? Uh-huh. I think that's the story. I, oh, don't, yeah. I don't know the whole story. He's a panther. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Andy. I guess that wraps up the review. Huh? That wraps up our, our revisit to Ramatai. I'd re-T that, R-T that, yeah. you know. Then. It wasn't good to begin with. <laughs> and I stepped all over it. Uh, what have you been eating with your eyes and ears, Andrew? I watched the first four Star Trek movies. Did I talk about that last time? Um, I think you had watched just the first two. Okay. Now I've watched the first four. Uh, there's still a really good time. Sure. Keeping up with WandaVision. It's fine. Whatever. But I've been listening to the new Julian Baker album, Dan. It well, makes me very sad. It's a sad mm-hmm. album. I tweeted about how I couldn't put it on unless I was already feeling down. And I've been feeling really good. And I was like, you know what? I love Julian so much. I got to get into this <laughs> album. I'm going to do what I can to not let it affect me and just appreciate the beautiful depiction of sadness sure. without letting it make me sad. It's working, Dan. It's wonderful. It's, I listened to it once. Yeah, just one time. Is that your album that day? Um, you know, that was a that was a Friday, so I think I listened to like four or five things yeah. that day. I uh um but I, you know, but it it seems right up your alley. And yeah. not just because you have talked about Julian Baker uh-huh. many times and have a t shirt of hers. Uh but yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was good I, I like it a lot. I really like her. Would love to see her again. Seen her twice before, we go see her again. Uh, I know I've talked about it on the show, but she just stands up there and makes all those sounds with her guitar by herself. Wow. And sings. She's so small and she has a voice. I, I don't know. She's almost like uh, imagine if if Adele grew up listening to like Christian hardcore, mm. which is Julian Baker's background. She sat there like talking about how much she loves under oath and stuff. Oh, okay. Which well. is so cool. Like it makes total sense that I would yeah, love absolutely. her so much. Yeah. She is 10 years younger than me, but it's still into a lot of the same bands I was into 10, yeah, those 10 years are ago. Different under oath no, albums. Jeez. <laughs> 
Andy, what's the uh have you looked up and seen what the 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 concert touring is like in the area of the world that you're going to be in? I mean, I don't want to say yeah. in China because China is uh how do I say that? big? It's very big. Very big. Yeah. But uh, in well, your area of then China. I I am a 45 I will, will be a 45 minute fast train ride to Hong Kong. Okay. Once the border to Hong Kong opens nice. and tons of Western X play in Hong Kong. Uh, there was a punk club that that had to close uh, because of the lockdown. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I think the band Ceremony was booked there and the Greg Ginn Black Flag iteration was booked to play there. Sure. Um, but then none of them got to 45 minutes that, you know, driving three hours to Kansas City right now. That is a yeah. drag mm-hmm. 45 minutes. That that sounds beautiful. My, you know, my girlfriend just told me that there's the fast train and the regular speed train, mm-hmm. one of which is slightly more expensive. And uh, the slow train is hour 45. So she likes Still. to take she likes to take the hour 45 train down and the 45 back. Oh, because the hour wow. 45 is like very scenic and relaxing. Okay. And pleasant. So uh, hoping we'll make that trip also pretty close to Japan and like summer Sonic and all these festivals in Japan. Sure, buddy. I'm going to Tokyo and going to check that place about. Oh, yeah. definitely going to go to Super Nintendo World. <laughs> definitely going to watch American bands play in Japan. I'm more. I'm honestly more excited to go to Japan than I am to live in China. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, especially a concert going and yeah. experience in Japan. I, I imagine that there's nothing else in the world like it. Just like the things I hear about the the audiences there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I mean, I've watched a lot of just live concert footage from Japanese shows and uh-huh. uh, just like stand very politely uh, <laughs> to the loudest, harshest music you've ever heard. It's, <laughs> it's incredible stuff. Uh, man, that's cool. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, I am also excited to go to Thailand, Dan. Sure. Try Thai food there because that's a regular, apparently regular uh, stop for uh, my girlfriend. I feel old. Like I'm not old, but like mm. I feel a little too old to be using that word at this point. Um, sure. I don't know. She will sometimes say partner, and I feel weird about that one too. What do you say? Well, you say a lot of things. Oh boy! Like yeah. if you're not on the show, if you're not <laughs> um, joking around, what do you say? I typically say girlfriend. I'll yeah. I'll drop partner every once in a while. Yeah, girlfriend. I'm you know, I'm young, so yeah. so it doesn't really matter. I'm not at the old age of 35 or whatever. I'm not 35. You can't say girlfriend any longer. Yeah, well, um, I guess it's a good thing that you don't spend any time with anyone that age or anything. No, uh, it is a good thing. To whom things like that might matter. Yeah, it, that is good. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm joking about your girlfriend being somewhat older than you. Somewhat. <laughs> now you're saying I'm old. No, no, yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's your age. Yeah, yeah. We know each other. We know each other from yeah. way back. Yeah, yeah. D- another, another pre me. Yeah. So, what you been? What chom been eating with your uh, eyes and what ears? Chav, I've been eating with my eyes and ears. Well, um, on that music front, you asked if I had, uh, if it was my album for the day. Uh, 
I've been a bad little boy, Andy. I haven't been <laughs> listening to my albums a day since I've been on vacation. Oh, vacation. March first rolled around. You know, this weekend I still got some records in, but uh haven't listened to a dang thing. Just mm-hmm. been taking the days off. I, I was taking the last day of each month off to make some playlists, and uh, I kept on meaning to do that. I've got the playlist right there. I just need to sequence it into something that makes any sense uh for my february listening but i just haven't done it and i uh i i you know it, it's over now andy i i my album of the day journey is is done i'm not going to have listened to an album a day uh whenever this uh year ends I let do it think average I'll, out you can fix it i still think i'll crack 365 but uh you know uh, as far as being within that 24-hour period. No, now I'm a little more uh, focused on those playlists. I, I really just like the one for January, the one for February. I'm also really, really enjoying the music on it. Uh, and I, I'm going to still focus on putting together one of those each month. Yeah. Uh, we, one of the last things I did listen to, Andy, was a album called Tell Me I'm Bad by the band Editrix. Oh. Uh, E-D-I-T-R-I-X. Uh, just something that I happen to see on like stereo gum mm-hmm. or some uh, something on my feedly, uh, which I pretty much tuned entirely to trying to get all the information about new records. Um, and I had it in my kind of new rock and roll playlist for a little while, uh, which is totally I, I have a new rock and roll, new electronic, new rap and new jazz playlist and i go entirely based on the album cover as to what i think they are yeah and uh i was totally right with this uh it rules you you should listen to it uh i did you listen to the palberta album that came out a little earlier this year big fan of palberta i listened to it because you tweeted five thousand uh this is just kind of a more aggressive version of that a little Mm. more heavier uh instrumentation behind it and uh i i love it just really enjoyed that album but uh, uh, you know, for the listeners, I would say give my February playlist a listen, which I will have in the show notes here once I send it to Andy. Yeah. Once it is fully sequenced. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say what you've been eating with your eyes? Um, I haven't. Yeah, neither <laughs> I have mean, I. Yeah, I, I really haven't. I, I've been playing through Bowser's Fury mm-hmm. after, which is fine. It's just a fun. Sure. It's, it's a fun, th- you know, full full camera angle. Mario game, and I say that because I really hated Super Mario 3D World. Yeah. Played through the entire game. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not enjoy it. Found it punishing. You can you have three options for the camera angle, which just drove me crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not like it. Did not like it at all. But Bowser's Fury uses the same game mechanics. You can still dress up as a little kitty, <laughs> but it's an open world. Sure. And uh, you can run around doing stuff. Reminds me a lot of Mario 64. I keep trying to do the, the triple jump, but it won't let me. Uh, I've got the the habit, you know, to and then Mario sixty four we can yeah. boop 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 yeah, and uh, you can't do that in this game, unfortunately. But. Not a big Mario sixty four guy. Now, all those three D platformers, I, it, they never really, never really caught me. I also yeah. haven't been doing anything new. Just just Hades, just playing Hades nonstop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've you've officially stopped the Hades train, but yeah, it is going along for me. I'm unlocking those achievements, Andy. I I just I I mean. A second set of credit credits didn't run, but uh, I mean, before I came here today, I, I I would say 
completed uh, a second section of the story. I don't know really? how far it's going to go from here. Wow. But, uh, I, uh, you reuni- reunite the family. I reunited yeah. the family, Andy, and cool. uh, that that felt real good. Still just a handful of things that I haven't accomplished in there as far as like getting all the different uh, rarities and stuff. Did you did you beat Extreme Measures 4 yet? No, no, okay. haven't beaten Impossible. Extreme Measures 4. I'm, I'm working my way up there. I, I'm not to the heat level 10 yet. I'm still, <laughs> I think the farthest I've gone is 7. I haven't yeah. gotten oh. even the prize for huh. the 8. Wow. Uh, quite yet. So, uh, but I yeah, get, I got three companions now. That's enough Hades talk. Yeah. I love Hades. Can't stop playing Hades. I like that I've still beaten higher heat than you. I, yeah, I'm just like, I, you, you know, uh, Mark Gillenwaters, mm-hmm. big Hades fan. Yeah, we oh, stood there for like 15 minutes and talked Hades with him. And uh, you, it's so weird how different people's play styles are because uh, you seem to have this like fascination with a uh, one weapon in Hades oh. uh, that I, I think is one of the harder of the it's weapons. the one I can win with. Yeah, that's exactly. All. Yeah, and, and, and I, I it's hate not yours, that case you, for me. I hate your and Mark's favorite one. Oh yeah, that's my least favorite. I'm on a current run with those, and just it's really that's part of what's so interesting about the game is like everyone likes different things about it. I think it's probably might have a pretty broad appeal because of that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking about a tweet that I didn't do it, but uh, the tweet was going to be: "You're telling me I can hack and slash." The, that uh, was pretty good. What is, uh, I think it's Gary Goldman. Uh, it would be hack and slash in this economy. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Like uh, no, uh, that that's great, Andy. That's great. Yeah, it's all great. When I was still watching Modern Family. Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, I've been watching the Birthday Boys actually. The oh yeah, day I, I love the Birthday Boys TV show. Four Birthday Boys episodes and then fell asleep. There's one. Where the band has a song called "The Woods," uh, killed me. Oh, yeah. It's a great joke. I need to go back and watch it. What is it's this great. song? Uh, I bought it oh, on okay. iTunes. It was on sale for like eight ninety nine one sure. day or something. And Worth I, it. I bought it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, some stuff is not aged that well. As no. you might expect with the show made by eight white eight white dudes. I mean, I yeah. I'm currently watching Modern Family, yeah. and uh, a lot of the things that they thought were very progressive jokes back then uh, the uh, are not mm-hmm. um, and speaking of things that haven't aged well have you ever seen the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia no it's a uh, it's a movie from about 2003 2002 maybe documentary uh, from Johnny Knoxville and Jeff Tremaine's production company the, na- the name of the production company I won't say yeah. here uh, and it just follows this uh, insane family in the hills of West Virginia that their whole family is just known for like fighting and drugging and boozing and uh, drugging. Yeah, well, and they're uh, the the sort of a uh, patriarch of the family who's who's long gone now uh, was like a hillbilly tap dancing fiend like he he, uh, he he had the fanciest footwork in all the hills and he passed that on to his son who uh you know huffed gasoline for huh. 10 years and is now just like uh, unhinged and uh, it uh, is good it's got some very quotable moments it's also very sad and uh you know the the people uh are pretty irreprehensible yeah. they're pretty pretty awful on all accounts but uh when did this come out uh i, I think like 2003 it, oh, it would okay. have been like yeah. right after probably jack 
one. Sorry, it's the name of a show, Andy. You say the exact it's in same the Bible. thing. You say that on that episode that I was listening to today. <laughs> okay. Well, that's hey. so funny. Right, the exact same thing. It's like one of the funniest movies of all time. Yeah. I, I, I'm surprised they don't talk about it more, Andy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think they probably had some uh, pretty substantial blank check uh, type yeah. stuff. Uh, and they, they were given, you know, free reign. Took took a camera up to West Virginia. Hank Williams the third is always uh, also in there yeah. playing some music and talking about the devil and stuff. Did you just but, watch uh, this? Yeah, I just watched it the other night. Yeah. I, I had brought it up with my girlfriend. Nobody, a lot of people just seem to have not have heard of it, huh. which is very understandable. But uh, it's um, it's a pretty kooky documentary. <laughs> I, I would say it's worth a watch, uh, but it's it is sad. Cool. <laughs> sad. Yeah. Well, anything else we need to cover? Oh, geez. I don't think so. Right. I'm going to play the, well, you know, in a second, I'm going to play the uh, the culinary obituary. Remember when that was a segment I had? Absolutely. We had ambitions to do. going to do the culinary obituary for <laughs> Bangkok City. Wow. Which was the restaurant that was in the space on Walnut prior to Thai Express. But first, Thai Express. Rama Thai. Jeez, I got Andy. some business to take care of first, Dan. Oh, no. Hello? Hi, can I place an order to come pick up, please? Yeah, what can I get for you? Uh, I'd like a large order of peanut chicken and okay. uh, an order of crispy spring rolls, please. Okay, any No, thank you. Okay, can I have a name? It's Andy. Andy? Yeah. Okay, it's got to be ready in time, okay? All right, thank you. Thank you, bro. What, was I not going to have more Thai food tonight after talking about it? Oh, man. That reminds me. Actually, I have a... <laughs> probably about 15 <laughs> on on, uh, on, uh, on the turlet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you were planning something like that. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you on Tuesday with uh, a very... I hope it's a special episode. It might mm-hmm. be bad. Who knows? Um, Special in a certain sense. Yeah. Bye. Col- Coleslaw Cream Austin's going <laughs> to okay, show yeah. up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Andy, I'm going to be reading from a text conversation okay. now, and um, I'm hoping maybe you can help me out. Sure. Why not? Damn. I'm getting Ramatai for the first time tonight. Please state your name before you read your portion. Andy, it expletive deleted rules, or at least the one dish I ever get does. Dan, I'll take notes. Think we should cover it for week five? Did you ever even consider where my special spot was? Oh. Where I take my cutie companion. I asked you. My earlier. alluring ally. My ideal other half. My perfect partner. My sonnet personified. Whom I've been with for over five years. Did sure. You've probably asked multiple times if she'd ever want to be on the show. And sure, she's repeatedly said no and has yet to listen to even a moment of it. And yeah, it's well established that we don't go out that often. And no, there's not a spot that we like to visit. And yeah, this has been a great episode. But this call-out train has left the station and Andrew Harold Carr is on the tracks. And as longtime listeners know, when Andy gets called out, the Spring Food Mo bylaws state only one thing can happen, and that's me getting my drops. Andy, <laughs> welcome to a very special edition of Three Drops Outside Spring Food, Missouri. <laughs> Andy, hit it. Okay. And then you play the theme for it. What's that? The more you keep a case in the public eye, the better your chances are getting it solved. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. It's three drops outside Spring Food, Missouri. America's number one podcast about music I like. My name is Dan Howell, and joining me this week is the subject of my vitriol, the reason for the drop season, Andy Carr. Let's get right into it. This week's drops come courtesy of Andy deciding his love is more important than mine. And what better theme for this week than love songs? <laughs> Andy, should we go ahead and get into the drops? I guess. Andy, for this show, I'd like to strike a balance between hitting the theme, choosing something meaningful to me, and of course, showing just how cool slash good my taste in music is. So for this week, <laughs> I wanted to lead it off with a very special song, an awesome song by one of my very favorite musicians, Marnie Stern. The song is Risky Business, off of her 2010 self-titled opus, Marnie is one of the most unique artists out there, a bona fide guitar goddess with the hands of Eddie Van Halen, backed by the unstoppable Zach Hill. Her songs are dense and weird and often heartfelt, and Risky Biz is no exception. On the chorus, she sings, You Outshine Them All, a sentiment that I hold very dear to me and my lovely girlfriend. Over a disjointed jug, over a disjointed... It's beautiful stuff. <laughs> so then you drop the song in. Yeah, drop number two. Moving right along from the otherworldly noodling of Marnie Stern. My next drop is one for the normies. This cut is one our listeners might be a little more familiar with. 
it's the queen bee herself, Miss Carter Knowles, with her ode to the hove. Of her platinum-selling 2014 album, Beyonce, It's Drunken Love, Record Scratch, I've Been Picklin' Remix. That's right, guys. Welcome to a surprise edition of I've Been Picklin'. 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 Locked to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammond Tower. <laughs> It's America's number one show about veggies. I've pickled. It's I've been in pickling, and I'm your host, Dan Howell. And also, Andy is here. You guys ready to taste some pickles? I guess. <laughs> Andy is so happy that I have sprung this on him at the end of an already very long episode. An hour and 12 minutes right Ooh, now. Yeah, he is psyched about this. Andy's opening a jar of sliced cucumber regular pickles. Uh, with some jalapenos. Now, I know Andy's not a big fan of pickles. You can also feel free to just try one of the jalapenos if you'd like. I say I'm a huge fan of jalapenos. I also have some Frito-Lay corn chips here if you'd like something to uh, take the edge off of these. Now nah, I'm going to eat it straight. Now, this is in your standard pickle brine, uh, not too sweet, uh, pretty close to what you would have on a dill pickle. Make sure to get that crunch in there. I really like the jalapeno. Now, Andy had a jalapeno. Yeah, it's good. Good pickle, Dan. <laughs> All right, guys. X nut. X nut. X nut. <laughs> We've got some pickled red onions and cucumber in a sweet apple cider vinegar brine. This one looks great. I saw this. This looks pretty similar to um, you can get something like this at Cafe Cusco. I do prefer my red onions pickled in apple cider vinegar. I also put a little more sugar in there than the other brine, so a little sweeter on those. That's good. You took a whole bunch of those to the gullet. <laughs> yeah, bud. They're packed. This would be great on some kind of deli sandwich. Oh, yeah. We're making burgers tonight and using maybe all of these pickled items. Thanks for the invitation. Now, the very last one I have here, this is quite possibly the most special one. Definitely my favorite of this batch. This is pickled corn with white onion and jalapeno. Um, it's sort of a salsa, although you don't really want to just take the brine straight unless you just like pickle brine. Now, the brine has clouded up a little bit because of kind of the outer starch on the corn. This is what I did bring the chips for. Uh, this is also pickled with whole cumin seeds, so it is a very taco-y flavor if you would like a Fritos scoop. But yeah, be careful with those. They are very, the corn takes on a lot of the brine. So each of them is kind of packed with a lot of flavor. But it's definitely the favorite thing I've ever made as far as pickling goes. Andy also got a little piece of pickled cilantro in that bite. Oh, man, that's great, Dan. Yeah, we had these on purple burrito tacos not too long ago. And uh, I'm very proud of this creation. I think it's marketable. Dan Coles. <laughs> I don't really have a way out of this segment. Great. <laughs> I was in quite the pickle restraining myself from telling Andy about all these pickles I had made <laughs> as we've seen each other within the last few days. These were pickled last Sunday after our last week's record, so they're pretty fresh. I also had a batch of pickle spears, but those have not quite set up yet. They still taste a little like cucumber. All right, folks, that about wraps up. I've been pickling. See you next week. Picklin. 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 Picklin.
All right, guys. Thanks for stopping by three drops outside of Spring Food, Missouri. <laughs> it's been fun. I'll see you next week. The more you keep a case in the public eye, the better your chances are getting it solved. And Andy, you've been called out. Okay, thank you everyone for listening for a long time <laughs> to our very special episode. Thank you so much for uh, stopping by. Yeah. And Dan, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs>
I would have loved to have seen what those Bangkok City shows were like. The whole idea of this kind of rootsy garage rock band playing the lounge of a Thai restaurant is pretty surreal and fascinating to me. I mean, obviously, I just wasted 90 seconds of your time talking about it. But yeah, the first incarnation of the Skeletons dissolved in 1993, and five years later, in 1998, for reasons totally unrelated, Sang Bueller moved Bangkok City to the southeast corner of Glenstone and Division. She stayed there until 2004, at which point she moved the business to the Walnut Street location that we all know and love. It's probably important to note that Sang Bueller did this with her husband, a man from Reed Springs with his own interesting stories. In an interview, Sang called him a hillbilly, which I thought was pretty funny. But yeah, I just chose to focus on Sang because her name is the only one on the deed. She was the sole owner of Bangkok City the whole time it was around. Okay, so in April of 2004, Bangkok City, the Glenstone location, just kind of disappeared. Well, it didn't disappear. According to the newsletter, it closed with no explanation and was demolished to make way for a new family video, which, by some kind of miracle, is still there 15 years later. That article really makes it seem like nobody knew what was up with Bangkok City coming down. However, exactly one month later, to the day, there was another article that announced the reopening of Bangkok City in its final location on Walnut Street, where it would remain open for another 11 years. Basically, what happened is they were forced out of the Glenstone location due to the city's decision to widen the road. I used to live right by the Walnut location of Bangkok City in a shed almost directly south between Elm and Walnut. Yes, this is true. No, I swear. I lived in a shed for three years. Anyway, I went over to Bangkok City once thinking I'd try it, but then I saw the prices and walked away. Look, I don't know. It was college. Instead, I probably went to the rickshaw or something. I'm really regretting it now. Unfortunately, there is no real end to the story, so the segment is going to cut off in a weird, unnatural way. Bangkok City's last day of business was New Year's Day, January 2015. Again, there was no explanation given to the press or the public. The Beelers owned and still own the property, and eventually they rented it to Nada Gamble, who opened Dramatai. The Beelers now run one of those expedited home buying businesses, like a we buy ugly houses kind of thing. I don't know. It's weird. I don't really get it. But, you know, people loved Bangkok City, and this has been its culinary obituary. I